All right, girls, y'all are at the house of him ball, bitch. It's time to motherfucking, bitch. I got some motherfucking, I got the house of him in the motherfucking building, bitch. And then some girls that I need to see on my motherfucking floor, girl. Bitch, it's this one girl that she, I met her when she was a young, demure girl, honey. But now she's 21 and living in the city, feeling her puss. All the way from motherfucking Philly, we have Yara him, bitch. Motherfucking body girl. They call her the body of Philly, bitch. Come on, Philly. Ah. Okay. And then, bitch, we got motherfucking, when I say pretty, the definition of motherfucking pretty, a pretty boy. Can I see my motherfucking rugby him, bitch? What's up, y'all? You know what I'm saying? Just living my life like it's golden, like Jill Scott told me to. Feel me? Feel me? <laughs> and, honey, when I tell you a fly bitch, now, I met this bitch. Now, now, girl, when she first stepped on the scene, honey, she was given a light light, but this bitch has grown into a fucking lady bitch. And when she step out, bitch, she drips from head to fucking toe. Who's that a lady? Yeah. Bitch, I want to intro- introduce y'all to my bitch, Mahogany Him Honey, Labels. Yeah, bitch. I wish I had labels, but hey, everybody, what's <laughs> going on? It's the girl Mahogany. And I'm your motherfucking commentator, honey, Misha Him, bitch. Misha for life, Misha. motherfucker. Misha. Love you, Misha. Whoop, whoop. AKA Sister Good Puss. Okay. <laughs> But no, y'all, what's up? Welcome back. We're here with another another episode, another week. We done finally got our flow back, our game back, our numbers up, bitch. What's up? I'm Malik. I'm Stevie. I'm Trey. And I'm Aaron. What's up? How y'all been doing? Okay, can I just say that when we do that, it does sound like we're the Power Rangers and we're about to uh, mega... <laughs> I've mega always morph. been Kimberly in my mind, baby. Always been Kimberly. Okay, I'm so- Trini. <laughs> Okay, I'm over you, bitches. Come I'm, on, Trini. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm Trini, though. Okay, no all day. No but um, hey, y'all, bitches. What y'all been up to, house? Like, hello. Hey, girl. So um, you know, I'm you know I'm a city girl now. So you know, I just came you know to record, and you know I came um uptown, but I'm ready to get back downtown soon. You know. 
Okay, bitch, I'm I'm over you <laughs> with this character you playing now. Um, Stevie, hi, honey. Hello. Um, I'm kind of like Misha. I'm ready to go home and grab a glass of wine, baby. I'm here just for the time okay. and the good time, bitch, and talk a little shit and reach out to our fans and tell you that we love you. Uh, I don't know. Uh huh. I um, I I've been online shopping. Mm-hmm. Oh. Clearly, because this bitch has been looking good lately. I've been trying to, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to be labels my damn self. Come nah, on, not labels. for real. Nah, I, I, I just want to dress better, so I'm, I'm really putting an effort towards that instead of just talking about it. So that's my, that's my tea. I just, I'm sorry. I just always have to shout out your hair because when on. you turn, bitch, when you give us that gut motherfucking, God, that sad me. bitch, oh, she's evil. Let me tell you, ASOS is the Look devil, up. and this bitch has been feeling herself with. Look, just the smile. She giving a Maybelline cover girl like, ooh, <laughs> smiles and bitch. Come on. <laughs> they said you want to be on top. Okay, look, these bitches is keen, and I ain't got I time really for this whole. But no, I am doing very well because it was my turn. You bitches was I'm talking. Sorry. <laughs> um, and I'm doing well, but I wanted to talk about real quick. Um, have y'all seen the little promo for this show on Viceland called My House? Yeah. It seems immaculate, number mm-hmm. one. Number two is a 10, let me explain, it's a 10-part docu-series on Viceland starting April 25th. Um, and it's called My House, and it's about the New York City ballroom scene. The girls. Um, the girls did, the girls are there. Yeah. And... I am not well versed in the ballroom scene, but I surely will be watching to get my education on. Okay. okay. okay? So I'm gonna know. I may we may do a live tweet or oh, something. something. You yeah. know, I gotta make sure I got Viceland on my on my my cable my subscription, answer. bitch. The package. Let me tell you. Yeah. Let me see. I got make sure for I got that package. package. <laughs> okay. Can I try you out for but, sixty days? I only need you for a little bit. <laughs> but let me tell you, I surely will be tuning in if it's on YouTube too. I may tune in. So that's what I'm excited about. Anything else from, from you hoes? I'm just really glad to see the um, ballroom scene really getting the appreciation and the respect and being showcased as they should have already been, you know? Um, I think that it's so interesting to me that someone can, and I'm not reading when I say this, but it's so interesting to me that you can be gay and not like know <laughs> anything the about the ballroom scene, you know? Because they built up the culture that you're living Woo! in now, you know what I'm saying? So They're the many reason yeah. why, you know, we're able to do this. Okay. Um, Y'all wearing Chelsea boots and, and, and braids and, you know, yeah. like every, saying tea and sis. That and all came and from the ballroom the scene, you know what I'm saying? Girl, that all came from them and it's it, it's fantastic. I am really excited for the series. Um, I can't wait to watch uh I am really intrigued by the ballroom scene. I always have been. I was a part of it, you know, for a very short amount of time. And I actually would love to get back in. Um, but I'm really, really excited to uh, to to see what, you know, Viceland is going to bring. You know what I'm saying? And uh, I want to see it. So I'm really happy about it. And also, um, my best friend is a consultant on uh, the show. Is it Poise or Pose? Pose, I think. Okay. I think it's Pose. I think it's Pose as well. But Pose, and it's going to be on uh, FX. Yeah, and shouts out to Twiggy. Yeah. Yeah, and um, shout, shouts out to the cast because this is the first show that will feature an all 
trans cast and wow. women of color. That's fantastic. Um, and it's so funny because I'm not going to release too many teas, but it's so funny that we all live in New York City and all of these shows are going being taped. And we ain't seen, bitch, I ain't part of the cast. What's going <laughs> right, on? Right, like, girl, how do I be on the, like, how do I get Right, you know what I'm saying? Can oh, I be a I'm water boy or okay. something? Yeah, bitch, girl. I want to be on set, girl, on set. I want to be one of the girls. <laughs> Mamas. But yeah. Yeah, what, what you looking at me for? Oh, oh girl, your I turn, bitch? I actually did say I'm the one who fucking brought the, the shit up. But yeah, I wanted to. What's this young man's name? Because I always have a. Is it Jadia or Jadia? What? I think it's Jadia. Cabbage. Well, I don't want to call him Rice and Cabbage. I don't want to call, but that's the way the girls know him. It's no shit. We can't pronounce so his name. It's either Jadia or Jadia. Jadia. I think it's Jadia. Um. So like, there's been. So you know how how he got his name, and I think that um, his name came from like the videos and just like you know how he presented, and um, now he is presenting himself in a different light, and the community is the black community, gay and straight, have been like reading him, and I want to know like how y'all feel about it, if you feel anything at all. Girl, I don't care. Um, live your life. Do what you do. If you're not giving me the dick, somebody else will. I don't like. I, I don't. I don't like. Why am I worried about somebody else yeah. that is just living their life? Like, unless you are harming me in any type of way, I, I honestly, all the power to you. Do you live your life? Live your truth. Be who you want to be, and and that's it. As always, I am implication inger. Uh, I am all about the things behind, you know, what, what people say. So on the surface, they're making fun of him and saying, oh, he's just confused and um, he's another Andrew Caldwell and, uh, you know, all that type of stuff. Um, but what lurks behind that is um, a rejection of the idea that sexuality, well, the truth, that sexuality is a spectrum and the existence of bisexuality. Now, whether or not uh, Jediya is genuine is none of y'all goddamn business. Um, you see what he wants you to see. And uh, this, I mean, of course, goes back to how sexuality is like, it's like, it's Times Square, you know what I'm saying? It's on display at all times. And, and that's not necessarily how it should have been. Um but if he is genuine, then you motherfuckers are erasing his uh, his bisexuality, which is trash. You guys are trash, especially since you stand up for it in, in more socially acceptable spaces. Um, and if he's not being genuine, then it's none of your goddamn business. And you still should, still should be supporting him for whatever he does. because He's a part of our community. Um, allowing straight people to drag him going along with the straight people that are dragging him because those are the same people that are calling you faggot. Those are the same people that are saying that you're destroying the black family. You know what I'm saying? Like those are the same people that are uh, homophobic. And so it's like, you know, you're joining with them to bash a part of somebody that's part of our community. And whoever thinks that it's not that serious and it's not that deep and it's not that big a deal, you just making jokes. It's like, think about what their jokes are saying. Remember that whole movement about how we all thought it was dumb that people were even saying stuff about saying, oh, you know, that's gay. You know what I'm saying? Like how there was a movement to stop people saying that's gay because what are the implications? And there are people that say, I don't care if you say that because I know what you mean. And it's not that big of a deal. Yo, people say that that's gay. Those are the same people saying they're going to kill their son. If their son came out, you know what I'm saying? Like think about what is behind your words. Think about what you say before you say it. Think about what you tweet before you, before you tweet it. Um, 
and stop showing yourselves to be hypocrites because y'all are awful and I'm unfollowing all y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, let that young man do whatever the fuck he wants to do. Like, jokes are, jokes are going to come. Like, that's fine, bro. Like, do your jokes. But, like, think about what you say before you say it because you might be saying some damaging shit. So, that's all I am. Okay, so what he's talking about, um, I'm going to take credit, not credit, but I'm going to be like, that was me, one of the people that he's talking about. Um, I did send out a tweet that was talking about him and, you know, girl, you, you know, you're the girl who was the girl a little while ago and now all of a sudden you like girls. And I really had to look into myself like, bitch, what are you saying? You're saying something very, very stupid. And I honestly seen what you tweeted after. Like, people are, you guys are actually attacking him. And that was a lesson that I learned from you. So I took the tweet. It was getting retweeted like fuck because I am very popular on Twitter and people take a tweet and then just goes and goes and goes. But when he said that, I definitely deleted the tweet and rethought about like, bitch, what are you doing? You know, you're adding more pain to what is already in there. And keep going, bitch. You're doing something wrong. So I had a real smack in the face right there. Like, bitch, get your shit together. You fucking up, boo. It also has a connection to femphobia because it's like we believe that men who are feminine are unable to take a dominant role or what we see as a dominant role um, in relationships and in sex. And it's like uh, if you claim your, if you decide to or if you identify as bisexual, it's like you can't be feminine you have to be masculine presenting and identifying in order for people to accept your bisexuality and that is awful um because femme just because you're femme doesn't mean that nothing else is negated about you because you're femme Mm -hmm. that's just another slice of your identity um so (laughs) and i'm gonna take it over to malik with with that comment she's coming out I, um, for the girls who knew me before I moved to New York, um, I've always, well, let me take it back. In Virginia and when I lived in Atlanta, I used to dress hella femme. I don't even think I owned any male clothes, <laughs> at, at men's clothes at, 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 at one point. Um, but there's a certain thing about having a journey yeah. and a transformation and a metamorphosis. An awakening. And it's just like, how do we, how do we, how can we be gay and still have levels and still progress as a person and as an identity. Because my thing is, is that, well, girl, maybe she, don't, she ain't cunt no more. You know, I've had that. Like, bitch, I used to dress cunt boots. And, like, now I be wearing boy stuff. And, like, I think the girls, which is another thing I wanted to say is, like, I hope the girls don't think I'm trying to. Because, like, when you see me, I'm one of the girls. Like, mannerisms down. Mamas. But when you see me, I may not necessarily present myself as like feminine you know what i'm saying like i'm, I'm saying like before i open my mouth were you just seeing like what i have on like my aesthetic and so it just bothers me that we can't change within this community and i think we said that changing or showing uh the changes on instagram and twitter and social media itself like social media doesn't want to see you grow as a person you know um they don't want to see you grow at all so it's very much of well girl like what how do how do we be how do we stay true to ourselves you know um i think just randomly one last thing that i want to say is that um i have a friend of a friend who we had a conversation a, a while back high smoking or whatever and there are like some guys out there that do drag mm-hmm. um and when you see this nigga he is cock diesel black as fuck huge and okay i can't wait to see him again but he is he had a conversation like the girls 
what you know when he did drag and then like stopped doing drag and people dating him he was like the girls used to gag because they could not accept that he used to do drag but he no longer does drag but that's still a part of his journey yeah. so it's just like girl at the end of the day baby I don't, I don't know if this is real or not but whatever we have to respect what you want to give and it don't mean you got to be switching it up every day you know what I'm saying but understand that people change and don't stay the same their entire life and with that Word from Misha. We'll be right motherfucking back. Hey, y'all. You know it's Trey. And you know where you can find us every motherfucking Wednesday? You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Radio Public, and so much motherfucking more. You know where to always find us. Go to Him Podcast on Twitter and Instagram and HimPodcast.com. You will never be disappointed. So make sure you go right now. Like, we're we not waiting. Go right motherfucking now. And subscribe, like, and comment. And we all, and always remember, we love y'all. Bye. I saw someone tweeting um, specifically about sex work and how, um, you know, he just has friends uh, in the gay community who do sex work. And um, I think that sex work is really a big thing in the city because it's like the city. Mm -hmm. um, And it's something that I've just come into as far as understanding what it is and what's under it and, you know, who's involved. And yeah, so it's just like, if I if I didn't live here, I wouldn't know anything about it. But I really wanted to um, center the discussion around this in regards to um, trans women and trans men and gay and bi men of color who um, do sex work. Um, so I want to start off with Aaron because you always. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. This is about to be a preach. Get your notepad, your pens, and your papers out. You're not going to set my girl up professor, like that. Professor Aaron. You're not going to get my girls that. Is, Baby, do your thing. Is, is here. And now, the word from Aaron. <laughs> okay, so, no. Yeah. <laughs> I reject all of that. Okay. Um, I don't know, man. It's such a broad topic. Yeah. I, my, 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 my thoughts on, on it are, are, my thoughts on everything are varied. Good Lord. Well, I just want to say that um, I think that there's a stigma surrounded by sex work, but what yeah. sur- surrounding sex work, but sex is one of the most naturalist things that oh, wow. we do. Society is so, us. is so weird when it comes to sex. It's like, it's cause sex sells. And that's been a, that's been a truth since forever. Yeah. But there's still aspects of sex that are so taboo and people don't talk about it. Um, people don't, people love to talk about sex in like an objective way. Mm-hmm. Like, a, oh yeah, like, oh, I love to do this and blah, blah, blah. But like when it comes to that subjective, like, hey, me and you, let's talk about the sex that we're going to have. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's weird somehow to want to discuss the actual act of sex with another person, with that person. Um, it's so strange that that weird separation 
uh, I've noticed it on the timeline and just like talking to people in general, uh, especially when it comes to hookup culture. Um, I had a friend, well, I have a friend, a really close friend who did, and I'm, 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 I don't know if he still does, but he did, I, as far as I know, he did sex work. Um, and did I thought it was, person? oh, okay. Girl. Yeah. And, uh, I thought it was fascinating. Um, I'd never been around, like I'd never known a person or been close to a person that did, did sex work. So it was my first like introduction to, you know, that sort of lifestyle. And, um, he did, he was just away from him to make extra money, you know, and it was easy. Um, and you know, he was open about it. And, um, you know, he got flack and he didn't care, but it bothered me um, because I didn't understand why people were so, like, mean about it. You know what I'm saying? And um, because, like Malik said, sex is a really, it's a, it's a, it's a natural thing yeah. that, now I'm not going to say we all do, no. but it's a natural thing that, you know, a, good, a great population, many of the population do, you know, it's a part of our lives. We're humans, you know, blah, 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 that crap. Mm-hmm. And it's nuts that people can see people that, have sex or do sex acts, you know what I'm saying, in exchange for com- conversation as inferior mm. or, you know, they don't see it as a real job, you know what I'm saying? I see all sorts of tweets all the time about, like, people that, that, that elitist bullshit about how, like, oh, yeah, you know, girl, you know, I got my job, but you out here, you know, tricking in the streets, blah, blah, blah you know, whatever, and, oh, back. girl, you sucking dick for money, blah, 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 you know, whatever, and it's like, but you suck dick for free, so it's like, who's, who's, Come who's on, winning? bitch. You know what I'm saying? I knew you was going to sock it to me. I mean, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Like, sex work, that takes a certain type of mind and a certain type of strength. And it's like... A businesswoman. To be honest, like, I admire people who do that sort of thing. You know what I'm saying? Because, like... And they're getting their coin. Like, do you understand how much money is in that? And they're also using protection. Protection. And I think that that is... Okay, I'm not going to get there's too emotional. No, 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 because there was a hashtag and it said, fuck like a porn star, get tested often and before every partner and, you know what I'm saying, engage in conversation with your partner before you engage in sex acts. And it was like, oh, it's, it's a movement that's spreading. They want you to fuck like a porn star because porn stars are cognizant. You know what I'm saying? They're aware and they take better care of themselves sexually than your average person. Your average person says, I'm a, I don't use condoms because I don't like the way it feels. Bullshit. Your average person doesn't pay any attention to the sexual history of the person that they're with. Your average person does not protect themselves in any way, whether it be with prep, whether it be with condoms. Um, or prayer, bitch. Right. <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? And then that same person has the nerve to go and spread harmful rhetoric about sex and sex work. And it's crazy. Um, so my overall thing is like, I admire the people that do sex work for a while. I actually considered, um, can we talk about it? I, I considered it, but it turned out to not be my Avenue. Maybe in the future sometime. Uh-huh. I mean, I like sex, um, <laughs> sex acts anyway. <laughs> and, uh, there are some things that I would do for money. Hmm. Baby. Let's not go too deep into that. Anyway. Um, <laughs> But yeah, like that's that's the extent of my general thoughts on it. So, oh. I respect the hustler. Okay, <laughs> um, and I respect anybody that uh, I mean just lives in their truth and, and just I mean, like, how can you judge somebody for making a way for themselves that isn't often given to them? Or where they're not always allowed to be who they are. Um, and I think when you were saying trans men and women, I'm, I'm saying it's you're often not able to, like like we know, you're not able, you're now not able to go into the military. Like mm-hmm. you're often not able to, to be who you are and 
carry a job and sustain yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you find a way that you can and you are happy and you are, are making a way, then all power to you. Because I respect you for having the courage and to know that I'm going to make my shit happen. I'm going to make this shit work for me. And I respect anybody with that hustler's mentality. And I want what you have. Because, bitch, if no I can be half, have half the hustle and half the tenacity to do what you're doing, Baby. let me let me I tell will. you, we all will be better people for it. So... The shade and the, the, the side eyes and whatever you do, check yourself because guess what? Your coins is a little dry, probably. And your and your your, your motivation is a little dry. Mine's a dry. So that's that's all I got to say. I don't have much to say because while I do work in a in a field where I gotta judge people from the what they give me and what I see from, from off site, but me personally, I'm here, I'm not here to judge you. Like look. Do what you're going to do. And if you're hustling and you're making your way, I respect that. Also, a huge part of how we like... Okay, let me let me see for my point. We watch porn. Hello. Um, Hello, bitch. We may, we may download it and get it from, from second, third party sites for free. For free. But these people are filming these, you know what I'm saying, these, these scenes. The and then you take them in. You know what I'm saying? You pleasure yourself to them. What do you think? Who, what do you think those people are? Those those are sex workers. And then you have the nerve to come out your mouth and read them out just because what you have a nine to five that don't make you any better than the next person. And like what Trey said, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you know what I'm saying your identity and you living in your truth, you're not able to keep a nine to five job. So you have to find other ways. You know what I'm saying? And and sometimes you don't have a choice but to intersex work. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so now, now, now reading them out, you're entering a, a problematic territory. Right. You know what I'm saying? Now you're just being a plain jerk because you know the reality of, you know what I'm saying? Like our, the people that are past the, the L and G mm-hmm. in our initialism, you know, they are treated as well as, as, as us. You know what I'm saying? We have, we're more socially accepted than they are. And sometimes you, you have to find a way to make it. So um, this is a serious topic, but uh, I want to make a little light from it. Um, I want to take a quote from the Players Club. Uh, basically, use what you got to get what you want and, and make that motherfucking money, girl. Do what you got to do to make your coins. Because there's girls out here who aren't able to do what you're doing, but bitch, you're doing a very good job at it. And we ain't trying to take nothing from you, baby. Use what you got to get what you want. And I think that it's also... Well, first of all, a lot of people don't under, don't know, but I've been in um I've been lived in New York for three years, and th- the majority of the time I've either been displaced or homeless. Um, and living in the hom- homeless shelter in in the Bronx, um, a lot of people um cannot get a job, meaning that they have charges or felonies. Um, and that doesn't make them less of a person or, you know, less of a good person, but it's just like, of course, if I can't walk into bank of America and get a customer service job, bitch, I'm going to be out here doing what I need to do, you know? So, um, I think that again, going back to, you know, just the elite girls, the, the elitist girls saying, you know, oh, you know, this and that, like, bitch, understand that people have different lives and have been through stuff that they can't go to college and they can't, um, get a, a six figure, uh, uh, six-figure job. So this is what they have, you know? And understand that when you're saying things like that, you you your viewpoints are aligning with those white folk that are saying, everybody can make it in this country if you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps Bullshit. and also have 400-plus years of privilege. No. no. 
you know what I'm saying? That's not the way it goes. And like, like I always say, privilege is a ladder. You know what I'm saying? These white folks that are saying dumb bullshit like that, you're operating. You can do whatever the fuck you want to do as a white man in America. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you can pull yourself up by your goddamn bootstraps, but we can't. Yeah, at all. We have to do twice the work. And think about, if you have to do twice the work, think about how much work a trans woman of color has to do just to be on the same level as you. Not even like, like, like lower middle class. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like, And I just, again, overall, we just need to start making spaces available for the the girls. And when I say the girls, LGBTQIA people, because my thing is, it's like we can't read the girls out if we don't give them a chance. And that's what needs to happen. Y'all, we got a question. Y'all ready for this? Okay, so I'm going to read this directly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. She's learning. Okay. So the question says, I found myself romantically interested in my straight coworker. I'm having wet dreams about him like I'm 12. How do I get over this infatuation? Even though I want to be involved with him and think he wants to be involved with me, he's sleeping with one of my female one of our female coworkers, but he only wants my advice about his life makes physical contact whenever possible and gets upset when I flirt with his friends. So what should this person do? Am I going to go first? Yes, you might as well. Okay, honey. Um, I love you. We are, we, this is a safe space. Um, I know it's hard, but find something else. Um, because, you're going to go down a rabbit hole that you may not see the end of. And it can get messy. you don't want that. And I don't want that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the infatuation with a, with a fine man mm. who shows you some good attention mm-hmm. and, and, and you feel like, Ooh, this is, this is something special, but it, it ain't always what it seems. And I think a lot of the times, Straight men know what they're doing. Yes, the fuck. Um, and they know the games that they can play, and they know how to get what they want. Um, and maybe you, we need to start learning how we get what we want with how we are. Um, I it, it takes me back to high school. Um, I remember this. This we had like three black gay men in in high school, and one would be used because he liked this guy so much and we all knew it. And the guy would use him to, to do his homework. And just because he would sit at the table with him and all that stuff. And he knew the gay, the gay man knew the gay boy knew. And it was so hard to be like, yo, like we wasn't even close. We wasn't even friends, but I was like, yo, like I don't bang with the boy. Cause he just, a, he's just a opportunity. Like he's using people. Like, I don't respect nobody that's going to use you. And so for me, baby, I want you to to just not enter that 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 space. Um that 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 rabbit hole. Baby, um find your own tribe. Mm-hmm. Um I think that again, sometimes we do ourselves we do ourselves a disservice to like go looking and searching and trying to help people come out and bringing the girls out of the closet, not saying that that's what you're giving. Um, but I think that there are, there are other people who we don't have to like see 
two plus two equals four. Like we don't have to go on this like Nancy Drew random search to no. find out like if they're going to love and respect us or appreciate us. So again, I would just say kind of like find your own tribe, boo, and just it's, you're going to have to let it go because it it just doesn't sound promising. We are socially conditioned um, to please heterosexual men mm-hmm. in this society, whether you are a woman, whether you're a man, um, whether you're gay or straight or bi, you know, whatever your identity. Um, and it's subconscious. We seek their approval. Mm-hmm. And that manifests in a few different ways. It can manifest in a platonic way or in a sexual way, a romantic way. And I spent four years in the United States military. Let me tell you something. Baby. Straight men know. Um, they, your average straight guy doesn't get compliments. Nope. You know what I'm saying? He, he goes through his day and nobody tells him that they like his boots or they like his beard or, you know what I'm saying? His eyes. He doesn't hear those sorts of things. So then when he encounters a person that is able to make him feel those things, even though he knows that he will never return those feelings, he feeds into it. Because he, because it's nice to feel wanted. It's nice to feel wanted. And straight men know that. They're not ignorant. You know what I'm saying? What I think is going on with, with this dude, love, is that he is straight. He will never see you beyond what you are, yeah. a platonic friend. Yep. And he is aware of your feelings and he's exploiting them. And that's not, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to label it as him being like evil because maybe he does need somebody to be emotionally vulnerable with. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he does need somebody to feed him affirmations, but that person should be you because it's at your detriment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now you've, you've infatuated yourself with a person that's never going to return your feelings. And I've been there. Baby. I have been there. Trust me when I say Baby. there are times I thought I was in love with this motherfucker. And I was just like, and it's, and it's so crazy because you yearn for them and you, you convince yourself in your head that it's like, yeah, they feel the same way or maybe they will one day and you know, what have you. And it's like, bro, like, please just let that shit go. Cause it, it, it's never going to come to any good. It's never going to come to fruition, babe. Never. Please distance yourself because it's better for you. And I know it hurts, but you have to. Um, I don't think we've done this in a while. This is a story time. Um, Lord, is it a long story? No, it's very, very quick. It's a very quick story. Um, okay, wait. Story, story time. time. Um, yeah. When I was in middle school, there was a boy that I was like crazy in love with. And I remember like thinking just like you, like I could, I don't know if you're thinking completely like this, but I would think that I could change him and I would write in my notebook. I would write his name down with hearted out. My mom found it. It was a big thing. Like, bitch, I thought that I could just switch this boy around for all the fucking shit that he was, you know, basically knowing already, but I couldn't. So I don't think you should definitely learn from me. Don't do that, bitch. Do something opposite. Like Malik said, find your own tribe, baby. Do not follow this because, baby, when I was in middle school and he gave me the eh, bitch, my heart was broke. I felt like I was like, oh, my God. You know, it was just a big thing. Um, But, yeah, baby, just find your own tribe. Do your own thing. Stay away from, I mean, stay cool with them, but don't get too involved, baby. Find your own lane. So, Stevie, your story time just had um, the background music was sitting up in my room. Sitting up in my room. And Aaron, when you were like, straight men don't get too many compliments. They get like, they don't. They get like, I like your boots. I just thought of the Love Simon commercial when he was yelling, I like your boots. And he was like, What? I like your Your boots. boots. (laughs) I thought that was. I mean, it's not funny, but like, it is. <laughs> you got to lighten up um, the moment, baby. 
But I wonder what that says about sexuality in itself, because obviously this this man is accepting of those compliments. So it's just like I understand the position that this person is in because yeah. it's just like you have kind of like let me in a little bit. So I don't fault you, but you just want to be keep it. Keep in mind that, you know, the what Aaron said is just like they look at us as weak and docile and meek and it's just like girl you you don't you you don't want to be prey to that and and i get it because men are magic yes they are like you know what i'm saying it, from my view men are the best thing that's ever happened to this earth dog like i so, there's nothing i wouldn't do for the right for do look me in my dead in my all four of my eyes and 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 hold me with his gaze like I'm putty, and I I understand, but you know, sometimes you got to break that spell, yo, because there's way too many niggas out there that will give you exactly what you want. You know what I'm saying? So just like let that go. Okay, you all, you know what what time it is, and before we go, you know we always got what's your motherfucking jam of the motherfucking week. Bitch, is you never ready? Like I've been, we've been doing this for like three weeks now. You gotta I'm be always ready. Sorry. Stay on go. Yes. Um. So okay. the my song of the week is another SZA track. Um, it's Normal Girl. You know how like you found somebody who you really felt like you can settle down with, you know, but like you you feel like you're not good enough, or you feel like you're like you know just this just mess you know and sometimes i would just wish i was regular and normal so i can enjoy life but it's just like sometimes i'm just so like in my feelings and in my emotions you know so normal girl has really been speaking to me my jam is going on by Narls barkley from their saint elsewhere um okay, that's a an album that's an album yeah. um wow. is it from saint elsewhere been- I love Nars Barkley. No, sorry. My apologies. It's from the Odd Couple album. Okay. Um, I love that song because it, it kind of makes me feel like uh, I am progressing and it gets me in that mood. Uh, the chorus, one of the lines in the chorus is, uh, you can stand right there if you want, but I'm going on and I'm prepared to go it alone. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love that because it's like, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep on going. I'm going to keep on stepping and, and, you know, you can stay there. You know, they'll have a place for you later. I promise you. But me, I'm going right now. And I think that's a fantastic view to have about life, especially in the city. So that's why I've been playing that over and over again. Um, my jam of the week is probably a, a few people's favorite. Um, it's when I see you by Fantasia. Oh, now, baby, song. not only does Fantasia tear that motherfucking song up every time she fucking performs, them ad libs, them ad libs, it just everything about that song is just everything. Like, you're Fantasia, so sexy, oh, boy, boy, you're so sexy, boy. Yes, she's one of my top ten f- favorite singers, bitch. Fantasia, shout out to you, baby. Um, that song just gets me every time I play. Matter of fact, I'm gonna play it, at, bitch. I'm playing it right after this recording. It's Fantasia just knew exactly whoever wrote that. If Fantasia had a contributing to that song, bitch, you did your thing. Whoever wrote that song, baby, thank you because that song is a mother. The the babies needed that, baby. Thank you, Fantasia. Okay, and you know it's my turn, and I'm taking it back. A long time. Okay. I think it was maybe 2000. Come on, 2000. Um, I'm gonna give me some little time to my girl, Tony Braxton. Come on, Tony, bitch. Um, and it is getting me ready for summer, baby. I'm getting ready for the heat. The okay. He- okay. Now that's my song. Every time I hear that, I get the jingling and j- shaking, baby. I get yeah. ready for summer. Come on, you know. Tony. Then at the end, when she say. Anybody ready for some ice cream? I said, yes, yes bitch, give me some ice. Um, so let me tell you, that's my song. 
Um, I love me some Tony. I love me a, a Auntie good, Tony. sultry, living legend. legend, bitch. Okay, Tamar, thank you. Yes, yeah. No, don't sit. Um, sit down. We need. Yeah, look, they get these I bitches. Feeling it a little bit. The bitches is getting rowdy, so you know I gotta put these hoes in their place. Oh. So we will see y'all like we see y'all every motherfucking Wednesday, um, and we love y'all. Always. So see ya. Yeah. Bye. Eat